The following podcast is an enticing media production. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You are now socially obligated to pour yourself a drink. Welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. You're not lampshade yet. <laughs> That's actually funny that you said that because um, there's a there's a joke apparently in Nell's family. So her uh, the Kreisers, um, apparently there's there there's lampshade Kreiser. I'm not sure what happened there, but there's somebody that definitely has a nickname lampshade Kreiser. So so you have no idea who lampshade Kreiser. I'm not really sure. It's it's escaping me at this point, but I do know that there's a lampshade Kreiser. <laughs> and I do know that we are back for part two. Okay, I gotta address this up front. Okay, because I mean, I saw this and it was wait, what happened? What did you see? You have a dirty lip. Oh, it's wine. No, 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 that's not wine. Oh, that's fuzz. You've got a mustache. Oh, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> I'm growing a little bit of a mustache. It. You know, it's okay. Hold on. So, <laughs> you sitting over there, Mister Modest. I'm growing a little. We bit are of a back. Hold on. Time out. Time out. We are back with the second part to our conversation with Nate Lowry. Yes. Uh, Rocket Extraordinaire, and uh, Edward Jones, financial advisor and father, husband, and really good friend of all of ours. So, Nate, thanks for being here. Thank you. You left out Lion Tamer. Lion Tamer. I didn't know he was a Wait, Lion what? Tamer, but he's well, a Lion I want to see my, this. My, my kids act like lions sometimes, uh, so that, I give myself that title. Oh, yeah, that's probably a fair <laughs> title to have, to be honest with you. I mean, you've seen Titus. Well, you know. <laughs> I mean, children in general, you're, you're taming lions. So I think we could all agree there. <laughs> so but anyway, yes, my mustache. I it was People have been trying to get me to grow a mustache. Uh, nobody in this room has ever met my father because he passed away before I, I met, I think definitely before I met Nate, and I'm pretty sure before I met Rob or right around that time. Okay. Um, but he had a mustache, like a full like Dale Earnhardt mustache. I have and seen pictures of your father, and it is a glorious mustache he has. He had a, he had a glorious handlebars? mustache. It wasn't, Not wasn't, the handlebars. No handlebars, but just like... Potential, you know, straight up potential for it. Straight up porn mustache, <laughs> Dale Earnhardt mustache, <laughs> and my dad. Like a lot of people from that, you know, time period, he was a, he was a smoker and he smoked since he was, you know, a teenager. So like, it got like gray over the years, and put right in the center was a little bit yellow from the, the cigarettes. Yeah, you know. So, but I've been, you know, people have been telling me, hey, got it. You got to grow a mustache to pay homage to your dad. I'm like, I don't want one. I don't see the yellow. Do we need to get dye? No. And I'm not and I'm not smoking <laughs> cigarettes to get it either. So. I'm saying, and he, he's still not all gray, but no, I, mean, I, I, I think I'm, it's I'm glorious. Getting, I'm getting there, but I'm struggling. I mean, what do you guys really think of it? I think it's got a ways to go. It, yeah, obviously. It's kind of like a training wheels mustache. Oh, <laughs> that's just brutal. It is. Well, here's the thing. It, it looks good though. It's it's sophisticated. Well, see, it's not the training wheels mustache. That's like the thirteen year old. I've got three dark hairs mustache. This is this is like about to be a glorious mustache. Well, the yes. thing about the it potential's is, there. I, Go ahead. It could be worse. You could like be growing a neck beard. Oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, how's this? I'm definitely not growing the neck beard. The thing about it is, so I've had to go tea forever, 
and I like to keep it like thin and trimmed. So the mustache, like I, I always, the mustache portion of the goatee, I always kept trimmed really short. So now that I'm letting it grow out, now it just needs time to like, if I would have let it before that, it would be all, we got to talk about what you define as a goatee. Yeah. You got to be a little more fluffier, not scruffier. Fluffier? Fluffier. No, I don't like fluff. It doesn't have to be like ultra fluff. No, I like it just, just you know, thin and... You you, you're sitting in a room with two heavily bearded men. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you should grow a beard. No, I'm not growing a beard. <laughs> it irritates me. Uh, that's fair. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I'm, you know, I'm doing the mustache thing right now just to, you know, get a couple of people off of my back. <laughs> Just to see what it ends up looking like. (laughs) It's not going to be a long-term thing, but it is what it is. I think it's glorious. So, thank you. Yeah. So, you've got potential. I think you can rock it. We'll see. We'll see where it goes over the next, you know, weeks or months, and we'll see how (laughs) we'll see how long I put up with it before I'm like, no, I'm done. (laughs) So, anyway. But yes, back in studio with Nate. Back in studio, (laughs) and we did switch drinks this time. We'll start with that up front. Yeah. Where everyone's now got. We're all in the same thing. Kona and yeah. bourbon cream. So that's gonna be the that's gonna be the official drink of this um, two part episode because if you don't know, um, you should you should definitely subscribe. <laughs> so we release for every episode that gets released, we release an email, um, basically with a graphic talking about what the episode is about and what we drank on the episode. And so this this you know, I'm not going to use wine this time, but this is going to be the official drink of the episode. So the Kona, which came directly from Hawaii within the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And the uh, mm-hmm. bourbon cream. So, and hey, we've got social media up as well. We take rec- drink recommendations. Yeah. Recipes. We yeah, share you, what we're doing. If you want us to drink something on a future episode, <laughs> just just yeah, within reason, <laughs> within reason. Hey, can I have some arsenic? Well, you know, we went th- we went that route with Craig because he wouldn't tell us what we were going to drink, and it, the the deal was that within reason, we 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 always hold the veto power, but the guest can choose a drink and we will drink it, and so we, Craig wouldn't tell us, and we're like, oh my god, what is he going to roll in here with? And he was pretty tame. I was really surprised. It was a really good drink, but I mean, he makes them strong. Well, he makes them strong, but it wasn't anything I, like off the wall. Yeah, I'm. A, I, I'm actually a little surprised that yeah. he didn't choose something else. Yeah, me too. I thought he was gonna get like a bottle of tequila with a scorpion in it or something I like that. I could have handled that. You should see the bottle of rice wine I have in my bar. That's the one I was worried about. Oh boy, <laughs> this is the one with the snake in it. Right? Yes, it has a live. Or not live. It has a uh, once alive cobra and scorpion huh. in it. Yeah, nope. I, I'm I'm afraid to open it. I was gonna say, have you? <laughs> well, you just answered my question. I was gonna ask if you've had any of it. Um, so apparently it has pretty potent hallucinogenic properties. <laughs> oh boy, and. Yeah, I do. It's more for show than anything because, yeah. like, you the the shelves are underlit, so it lights up the uh, lights up the cobra really nicely. It's a conversation piece, exactly. Yes, I like it. Yeah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the drunk squirrel's gonna have to take a field trip to Nate's house to check Absolutely. this out because I hear you got a pretty sweet bar. Yep we uh, uh, we put it in. 
COVID year. You're going to say recently, mm. right? I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah, COVID year. That was <laughs> kind of necessary. <laughs> Stuck at home, have a drink. <laughs> hey, why not? Absolutely. So so on the last episode, on the last episode we talked a lot about um your <laughs> say it with a straight face. I don't want to say we talked a lot about your rocket obsession. <laughs> but how you got into rockets and you know all of those things and you mentioned uh New Mexico, right? Yeah. So you were in New Mexico. Uh, you went there for college. Is that right? Michigan or was no, college. I, no, Michigan was college. I was in Michigan for college. I was uh, back and was... forth between New Mexico and Michigan for a while, uh, working working down at the labs and then going back up and finishing another semester. Um, but that happened to uh, that. Those trips happened to birth one of the best stories and adventures that we've had of all time all right well okay now you've teased it let's get into it yep all right so it was um the week before christmas and i was coming back for christmas break and then going back to school so i had packed up all my stuff put it in the the storage unit but we had one more rocket launch to do and so my my mother, in her infinite wisdom, decided that Craig should come down and drive back with me. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've been around the two of you together. Was your mother trying to eliminate you both in one go? <laughs> I, I, I love your mother, but that seems like a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, this is something that would be, this is a trip that would be made for a movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so the day that we were scheduled to drive back, there was a rocket launch and a buddy of mine had a motor he wanted to launch. And so I built the rocket for it. And I mean, who hasn't really? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. For kicks. And, and so this thing was, this thing was pretty massive. It was 16 inches in diameter. It was like 24 feet long. It was a big rocket. Um, and so we haul it out to the desert and it's like a three hour drive from Albuquerque to where we're launching it. Okay. And we get out there. We, we set it all up. We launch it and it goes up. And the parachutes don't deploy. <laughs> oh, boy. So it doesn't separate. And so um, it uses these gunpowder charges inside of it to, like, blow the tubes apart and, like, push the parachute out. And that just didn't happen. So this thing goes falling to earth, breaks up into, a, like, thousand different pieces <laughs> and catches on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're supposed to do that. I the, don't think they're supposed to do that either. <laughs> but that's the only reason to watch a rocket launch. So, so we, so we gather all the pieces up because you know no littering, save the animals, all mm -hmm. that jazz. Um, and uh, you know we gathered all of them up, poured a, like a gallon of water on them to extinguish the flames, and uh, you know just kind of left them there, did our thing for the rest of the day. And then coming back, we, we, we picked them up. They looked, you know, they looked good and we, we put them in the truck and we left. And so at the time <laughs> I had a Chevy avalanche. 
So Chevy Avalanche has this special feature where you can put the uh, the the mid wall between mm-hmm. the cab and the uh, the the back of the truck down. So mm-hmm. we had that down so we can get more storage space. Um, so we drive like thirty minutes, pull into a Mexican restaurant. We go, we eat, come back out. It's like thirty more minutes later. Look at the car. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, something's wrong. And he's like, and Craig's like, I didn't think it was that cold outside because like the windows look frosted. I open up the door. I open up the driver's side door and it is like a Cheech and Chong movie. Smoke comes billowing out. So turns out some of the stuff was smoldering. Oh boy. So, so we, so our entire car is filled with like smoke and it's not just any smoke. It's like the bad smoke. It's like carbon fiber, epoxy, cardboard burning. It smells horrible. So we go and we pull this stuff out, throw all the smoldering bits in a dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) We want them in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. You, if the dumpster caught on fire, it wouldn't, you know, it would have made the Mexican food place better. Uh, oh, it's <laughs> one of those places. Yep. And so then we, and so then we had to drive the two and a half hours back to Albuquerque and the car stank so bad. <laughs> so I was going to ask this if. The where you were doing the rocket launch was on the way home. No, it or wasn't. It was out no, of the way. Okay. It was three hours south, uh, and okay. we had to drive back to Albuquerque, pick stuff up from the storage unit to take home with me. Okay, and then go home. Okay, and so we're we're driving back, and it's December. It's like forty degrees outside. We drove back home with the windows down the whole way there. We are completely freezing, <laughs> but it was better than like it was better than like dying on like smoke fumes. So, how did you get that smell out of the car? <laughs> this is where the Febreze comes. Oh, out. that's <laughs> right. He said that. Yeah. So, so we go to we we go to this Walmart, and we my brother literally Craig literally buys them out of Febreze, the aerosol kind. The spray kind. (laughs) (laughs) Because because we got to drive 15 hours home in this vehicle. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And so so we were... uh, So we get the Febreze, and then we got to get to the storage unit, because the storage unit, like, locks access after, like, 10. Oh, gotcha. And it was, like, 9.50. (laughs) So we we get into the storage unit. We get in. We load up. Uh, I'm switching out stuff, loading up stuff. Craig's cleaning the car. <laughs> Craig starts hacking. I look up. There is a solid cloud of Febreze in the car. <laughs> what? It, it was so much Febreze that he started hacking up blood because he swallowed so much Febreze. Oh, oh. my goodness. <laughs> so how, how how old are you and how old is Craig at this point? <laughs> 22 and 20 okay <laughs> this explains a lot of the decisions yeah 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 explains a lot of you know a lot of things actually at this point. 
Now, your mother has told me the story where the brain damage originated. I feel like I've heard this too, but got a nine iron drawn. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was, uh, <laughs> it, it was Craig's fault. He walked into the backswing. <laughs> <laughs> That. So so there's more to this story, though. Oh, geez. So we're not done. We are not done. <laughs> we are not done. Um, so we load everything up. It's past 10. We go to get out. The gate won't open. Oh, of course it won't. <laughs> and, so, and so Craig had to basically, like, force lift the bar up as far as he could. And we had to, like... We had to like unbolt and remove a metal, uh, like a wood piece, just to get the truck out the side. <laughs> wow. Um, and so we start, you know, and then, and then, you know, by this point, it's 11 o'clock. We're already tired. And we made the decision okay, let's just drive all the way through. And it's like 18 hours of driving. Oh, boy. <laughs> so we made the decision to drive all the way through. And uh, we uh, we start driving. We're Craig took the first leg. We're three hours in on I forty in Texas, right outside Amarillo. You know, it's a big flat stretch of nothing. Yeah. All of a sudden, we hit a patch of black ice. (laughs) (laughs) So it we hit a patch of black ice, and then Craig. Like the the car drifted into the median, and we did a seven twenty in the truck. <laughs> truck stops. We go. Holy crap! <laughs> and then we went. Okay, that was cool. Let's not do that again. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cool. I, you mean, walked away from it. So once yeah. once you did. were okay, it was cool. Yeah. We did. We got back on the highway. We continued driving. <laughs> uh, we got to Oklahoma City about five in the morning. And then we hit the tolls. And so this was back when, like, they didn't have Easy Pass. They had the, the toll buckets where you threw the change yep. in. Oh, yeah. And we didn't have any change. <laughs> well, I, I, I take that back. We had change. But it got scattered all over the car <laughs> when the 720 happened. Oh, so yeah. we're there holding up the line. We're scrounging for enough change to pay this gosh darn toll. <laughs> um, continue driving. We get up to, uh, we get right outside of Cleveland. That's a haul still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a long way. You, at you at this point, we've been way. up for like 36 hours. We're like, Oof, I don't know. Running on. You know, we're like running on Red Bull, like trying to scrounge some Adderall somewhere. <laughs> oh, I gotta say, this is, uh, I don't know how you're awake to drive at this point. Uh, well, we get up to Cleveland and it's snowing. It, there's like four, four inches of snow on the ground and, and, and passing. And uh, we were, we, we were driving on the highway and there was a car that was off the side of the road stuck. <laughs> So naturally, we said, "Okay, we'll help him." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why not? So, so we get so so we get out, and this guy does not know how to drive in snow, and it's like, "All right, we're gonna push, give it some nice easy gas." So we're pushing, we got him moving, and then he floors it. Oh no! And we got we he floors it and was moving slow enough where we got covered in muddy snow from yeah. head to toe. Oh jeez. And it's like, 
okay, we're like six hours away. We might as well just continue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we we rolled in, and it was 8 a.m. My mom didn't know any of this. We rolled in, covered head to toe in like slushy snow remnants. Tired as all get out. We walk in and we go, hi, mom, we need some sleep. <laughs> and we walk past her. And I, you have you ever seen her that mad that she like gets the red face, the monkey eyes, and she can't speak? I don't think I've ever seen your mother mad. Yeah, Honestly. no. So the Marine comes out in her when she's mad. Oh, boy. <laughs> So, <laughs> so she she was pissed off at this point. Oh yeah, she was pissed off. She at wasn't us. happy to see you. No, she was. She was. <laughs> <laughs> Looks out in the driveway. The she, avalanche is still smoking, <laughs> banged up. <laughs> she wasn't. We're like, we're <laughs> on the way, and we're like, hey, we need to get the car cleaned. We're going to bed. See you in like twelve hours, and we just kind of <laughs> clonked out. Yeah, and then you know. Dealt with the aftermath when we woke up, but not our best decision ever. But I I feel like the whole trip could have been made into a movie. (laughs) Well, I mean, it made for a good story. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it it is one of those epic teen kind of road tripping movie Mm -hmm. stories. Yeah, Yeah, it could have been a movie. It still could be. Except it would have ended when you were, you know, helping the guy on the road and it actually turned out he was a serial killer. Yeah, he probably would have killed you both, but... Uh, That would have been a good plot twist. Yeah. No, it would have been one of those, like, series of mishaps where he tries to kill you but accidentally catches himself. Yeah. Yeah, either that or he would have been... Either that or it would have been one of those where we get invited to a frat party. Yeah. (laughs) There's that. Oh, my. That's a great story. Oh. All right, so that's a physical road trip of how you got here from Albuquerque to Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. But you have, your whole family has roots with Texas, and yeah. you've had a bit of a journey, Michigan, New Mexico, and yeah, now so, Pennsylvania. So. Yeah, so the, the, the quick, the quick kind of rundown of that is my dad's side of the family is from Texas. My mom's side's from right here in good old Bologna City. Um, <laughs> Bologna City. <laughs> and uh, uh, they met over in the Philippines. Oh. So she was a Marine. My dad was Navy. And um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, they uh, they met and uh, we we spent the... I was born in Guam. I did not know that. Actually. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, so I was born in Guam. I'm not going to tell you the city because I like my security questions. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I got you. I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but uh, um, we had uh, uh, we moved around a lot. Um, we were in Hawaii, Texas, Virginia, Florida, and then my dad got out, started with Jones, and we moved up here. So you were in Pensacola in Florida, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were in Pensacola, Florida. Florida wasn't all that it was cracked that I thought it would be. Oh, don't yeah. tell Kenny. He's trying to move there. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so, yeah, the my my one interesting side hobby was uh, uh, Craig and I used to kill fire ants. Or find the most interesting ways to kill fire ants because mm. those things do not die. Oh, 
I never tried to kill one other than stepping on them. But. Yeah, they, they normally don't die when you step on them, but oh. fireworks, magnifying <laughs> glass works. Yeah, that makes sense. Water does not work. You can't drown them. No, they float. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was also the year that Craig put a nail, a roofing nail straight through his foot. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting things like that about start with Craig. The Lowry. But then your dad your dad had a tree fall on him. Yeah, that was up here though. Yeah, right. And in a lot of ways it was his fault because he doesn't <laughs> that's He the best part. He doesn't even watch basketball. And he decided that night he wanted to finish the uh some random Lakers game that was on TV. And the power went out in the third quarter, so he thought it would be a good idea to go outside without telling anybody, because my mom wasn't there. She was down in D.C. Okay. And so he went outside without telling anybody, dragging the generator behind him. Oh, boy. In the hurricane. <laughs> <sighs> that, was, uh, that was a year before I started here, because we've done the trunk or treat at the church every year, and then the whole Lowry clan just kind of moves out and goes drinking to celebrate dad's not dead yeah that's what i've been told yeah it was around that time yeah yeah i mean because i didn't that was before i knew any of you also it was just all it is is a story now but you know it makes a lot of sense at this point but (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i mean uh i mean he was out there for eight hours that is crazy Uh uh-huh how did he end up getting a hold of someone um, or did somebody just see him? No, no. Um, so he was out there for eight hours, got knocked unconscious. Uh, he was lucky. It hit his uh, shoulder. So broke his collarbone, like four or five rib fractures, Jeez. tore open a hole in the scalp. Jeez. Um, but uh, he got up, got himself in the house, and then um, he pulled out a cell phone. And his cell phone had been out in the rain all day, all night. And this was back before, like, this was the very last phone that he had before a smartphone. Okay. (laughs) You know, this was like iPhone, like three or four days. Oh yeah. That's early on. Um, and, uh, he had one of those, uh, cheap, like Samsung phones. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, it, the only thing that he could do was redial, and I just happened to be the last number. <laughs> Good and idea. he couldn't hear me, but I could hear him. <laughs> and I couldn't hear him all that well. Yeah. So we, we finally surmised that something was wrong, and we <laughs> we we went over. <laughs> Boy, that had to be something to walk in on. And there he was. Yeah, there he was. <laughs> you, you know what the craziest thing was? So 911 was called. He's getting loaded up into the ambulance. The only thing that he is worried about was his fantasy football picks for the next day. <laughs> you know, honestly, doesn't surprise me one bit. Hey, you got to have those priorities. <laughs> not, not one bit. I, he, I remember him and I were at the Bluebird one night after it was after a finance meeting. I'm sure because that's what we do after a church finance meeting is, you know, drink it off. Um, because honestly, you need to. Um, but that's a whole. That's for a whole other conversation. <laughs> but he had been having some like shoulder or some sort of issues. But he he came in. He like tripped, 
and like caught himself on the bar stool because you're sitting at the bar. And, you know, really didn't think anything of it. Like, he caught himself. He got up on the bar. We drank. And then, like, a couple days later, I find out that he, like, blew out uh, a rotator cuff. <laughs> I'm like, but he didn't even, like, he just sat there and drank. But apparently, it was, like, excruciating pain. And he didn't, he never l- let on. Like, but. Yeah, that's just who he is. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, but he like, tripped, like, getting onto the, into the, the bar stool. I, and he I, blew, I, blew it out. Wild. I think it's a character trait of our family because have you seen Craig run races? Yes. I, I've run races with Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I have avoided. <laughs> well, I've 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 succumbed. And right. uh, you know, it's hey, it's fun. We should do the uh uh we should all get together and do the uh the, the zombie <laughs> run this year. Okay. That filled of screams. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. No, no, no. The best part is, well, is that y- the best part is, is you can choose to be either a runner or a zombie. Oh, and I get that, but I would be that last guy who you just have to run faster than him. <laughs> <laughs> we covered that in the last, or, yeah, that was the last one we were talking about. Whatever. Yeah, I, I have done a couple of tough mutters with Craig, and it was, you know, it was fun. I, I didn't think I would enjoy it. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. And uh, there's just, you know, there's a there's a camaraderie mm-hmm. about that race, not just with the people that you're running with, but everybody that's there. That I didn't expect. Yep. So. It, it's all fun until you hit that electric shock. Oh, yeah. That gets you, you get shocked right in the nuggies. And- <laughs> <laughs> right, it gets you right in the nuggies. I, I wouldn't feel that. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. You would no. probably feel good right now. <laughs> So I have, I have one other thing that I want to talk about in particular. So before you started with Edward Jones and when you were in the IT world, you had your own business. Correct. So would you explain to me what that was? Because <laughs> I was at the facility several times. A few times we're building a demo car, which seems a little strange in that facility. But um, Craig had a thing where he wanted to drive a demo car. Which he did. Yeah. Um, but what were you doing in that building? All right. Um, so we were making and selling CNC routers. Okay. And the the non-technical explanation of that is imagine a uh, it, it's a robot that moves a spinny little bit around mm-hmm. and cuts out shapes in whatever material you want. Okay. So, you know, so like you walk into a place that manufactures like cabinets or furniture, you know, and they got these machines that cut out all their parts for them. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the easiest explanation that I can think of. Okay. So like two access CNC or three? Three. three? Yep. Okay. Well, yep. R- Rob is nerding out on this a little bit because I, I honestly... You know, obviously, I know the concept, but yeah, um, Rob so, seems to know a little bit more about this than I do. So, two axis is drawing. Imagine drawing something on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. You know, you got up and down, left and right. So, three axis is up and down. Na- is up and down, left and right, front and back. Okay. So you know, so imagine chainsaw carving a statue mm. like you're you're doing that in three dimensions okay same same concept okay 
That makes sense. So you, how long did you put CNC machines together? Oh, so I started in 2008 selling kits and components. And it was basically a source of income because we had just moved back here from Albuquerque uh, because Jamie wanted to be closer to family. Mm -hmm. So actually to cover that, when did you get married? Uh, September 5th, 2009. Okay, nine. Yep. So coming on 14 years. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. Because you were seven. I was seven, weren't you, when you got married? Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> sorry, I thought you were seven years old. Like seven years old? <laughs> I'm like, you, you threw me for, yes. Hell's right in the cradle. Yes, I, we got married in uh, 2007, yes. Okay, so sorry, it's seven, eight, nine. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so what got you into that? Um, I put one together at, <laughs> like everything I do, I put one together because it sounded fun. Mm. Um, so I, I was the type of kid that like when I was a kid, I took apart the first computer that my parents ever got. They went to Sam's club, paid like $1,400 for this thing. Oh boy. It was great because it had like the big, like five and a quarter floppy and the three and a half (laughs) floppy. It had both. It had both. (laughs) Oh yeah. They were living. Um, and to their horror, the next day they came home and I added in pieces on the floor. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I put it back together and it worked. I mean, um, that's commendable. But uh, but yeah, so I built one of these things because I wanted one. And, um, uh, you know, posted it online and people basically said, hey, can I get parts? And so I started selling parts and then kits and then full machines and it just kind of grew yeah. <laughs> from there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there it, it's a, it's actually a whole thing now. It, it's actually pretty common to see them in shops now. It's, yeah. uh, it's amazing how much it's come from, uh, like just backyard tinkerer stuff back when I was doing it. Yeah. Well, and, and- one of the things that I got into indirectly because of you, I'd been reading about it for years and then the pandemic hit and you printed out a bunch of those safety shield screens on your 3d printer. It's like, if Nate can do this, I can figure it out. <laughs> so I got into 3d printing looking at oh, yes. one of those 3d shields that you had printed. Yep. That's uh that, that's a whole nother ball of wax. Um, so it, it's been, uh, it's been fantastic. Jamie deals with it. Um, (laughs) now you do more practical printing than I do. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of brackets and adapters. Some of the rocket parts are printed. Um, but like some things that you just can't find that it's annoying as all get out that you can't find, uh, get printed. Like, uh, we just did, uh, uh, I just did, um, um, we have, uh, lights for, the outside of the house Mm -hmm. and Lord help you. If you can find a siding mount that fits like flush up against the siding that you can like fit the light to. So we made one. (laughs) And that's been the nice thing with it where I've learned to do some of that where it's okay. We need a bracket for, or, 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 and can cat it out and create it. I would love to see this in action because I'm never, 
I got to be honest, I don't know a lot about it, and I've never seen it done in person. So I feel like I need to. It's actually getting to the point where it's stupid easy. Like, I have uh, um, the the latest printer that I have is... uh, Are you running a bamboo? I am. I don't want to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means. So it's this... it, It literally just sits on my desk next to my paper printer... And I um, send, you know, I open up the computer, <laughs> send a send a file to it, click print, and then sometime later, I got a physical part. That's crazy. Um, and I don't have to do any intervention. It's getting as nice and as easy as a desktop printer. Wow. Um, and even better, you don't need to know a lot of stuff about it. They got these... Uh, they got these sites that are just repositories of stuff. stuff. Wow. So you want a, you know, you want a cowboy hat for your Barbie doll. Search done. You want a napkin holder. <laughs> Search done. So you look. <laughs> wow. So it's almost like you just download a file. Exactly. Yeah, basically. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of these things are already designed for you and you can just go ahead and download them and print them out. Wow. That's insane. <laughs> so like really uh, insane. Yeah, I mean like they have uh um you know just looking around the room they have uh files for mic stands and boom arms. Mm-hmm. They have files for the light rings. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and a lot of what I do with printing is like the hobbyist model making stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh just for kicks and giggles. I've built a couple of lightsabers and other geekery. Geekery. So. Yeah, geekery. <laughs> like a geekery. I don't know what else to call it. It's geekery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of the community is fun little trinkets like uh, um, toys, action figures, stuff like that. But uh, you can, you know, you can use it to make just about anything. Wow. So, That's really cool. I would really enjoy um, seeing it in action, to be honest with you. So. All right. If if w- w- when we get over to, <laughs> check, out your, to check out your bar... Uh, maybe you can uh, print something. Well, and you've got that bamboo, so like I mean, to see that it in action. Damn fast! Absolutely, it's crazy. Yeah. So I show them Thingiverse and let them pick a file. Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah. 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 Well, I would en- I would enjoy that because it's and I'm very intrigued and I ha- like I said I haven't seen it so <laughs> very intrigued. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a uh, a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> you got to attempt an injury though. I will. Nope. I've blown my knee out three times. That's no problem. I I absolutely will. We are going to video this and we're going to like post it up as like extra show notes. Yes. Yes. I love it. Absolutely video. I want to do it. So yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Well, Rob, you, uh, anything else you want to talk about? Kenny. No, I I, I have no more nuggies. No more nuggies. I have no more. I gave you nuggies in the first episode. Nate. I got some nuggies. Okay. There we go. Yeah, Nate is going to go with the nuggies of wisdom. We're going to have Nate's. <laughs> we're, we are giving you Nate's nuggies in this. Uh, Nate's dino nuggies. Yes, in this episode. I don't know. He may have 3D printed his nuggies. I'm not sure. <laughs> but from what we hear, Rob may need to print some. N- 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 Rob may need to print some new nuggies. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so... So my nuggie of wisdom is 
that there's this myth out there that there isn't enough time. Mm. And there's plenty of time out there, but what there isn't enough of is focus with the time that you have. Mm. And so each of us is 24 hours in the day and you win by your, by directing your attention to better things. You know, it's all about prioritization, not fitting more stuff in. Yeah. That's a, that is a good point. You know, so I am, I'm not much of, I'm not much of a reader. I don't, I haven't read a lot of books. I don't know. Are are you guys readers at all? You read, I mean. I read about a book a week. Oh, so you're a reader. Okay. So I, I'm re and I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this. I'm sure, but I'm about halfway through a book right now from, I believe his name is like Ed Milet or something like that. It's the the power of one more, I think it's Mm. called. And, uh, it has, it has captured, it has captured my attention. And part of what you just said is covered in that book. Like there's plenty of time. You just need to focus your time on certain things and not other things. So I, I think that one of the the big overlooked superpowers is the power to just say no. Mm, I struggle <laughs> with that, man. I struggle with that so much. You know, you we fill so much of our day up with things that other people push on us that, you know, they want us to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so many of us don't get in the time for the stuff that's important. Mm-hmm. You know, the working out, the working on, you know, whatever your dream or your passion project is. And, you know, you if you don't set your attention right, you're going to drown in all that. It's like the uh, you ever hear the uh, the buck analogy mm-hmm. where you're looking at me like, no, did you say buck or bull? bucket? Oh, bucket. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. With the rocks. Mm-hmm. So you got big rocks, small rocks and sand and you got to fill the bucket. And so if you start with the small rocks in the sand, there's no way the big rocks are going to fit. You got to start with the big rocks first and then let the small rocks in the sand kind of nestle in between. Same way with life. You know, if you let all the small day-to-day reactive crap, you know, you put that first, you're never going to have time for the big stuff. Yeah. Well, that's a really great point. Nate, if Nate needs to, <laughs> we need to have Nate's nuggies of wisdom. <laughs> Just call in every week, Nate. What's your nuggies? Nate's nuggies of wisdom. No, no, that's you're you're a hundred percent right. Honestly, I mean that makes that makes perfect sense. And like I said, in in this book, I'm I've not read a ton of books since high school, probably, <laughs> but I've gotten into it more lately. Um just because I need to, and I feel like I'm getting some knowledge from them, but also it's kind of a slow your mind down a little bit, right? When mm-hmm. you're, when you're reading, like concentrate on what you're reading, take in what you're reading, but you're not concentrating on other things. Like you're focusing on that. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I find myself doing. So that's what I like about it. Yeah. And I, I think that like, so often we'll read a book and we'll go, okay, that was nice. I got some key takeaways and then you never implement them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a big fan of taking one book 
and then taking a year to implement that. Okay. So I'll reread it like three, four times in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, big one that I'm going through right now is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Okay. Awesome book. Fantastic book. Um, uh, but, you know, if you never put it into practice, yeah. it's like all those people that want to start a business or want to start a podcast, you know, mm-hmm. you're, <laughs> I got a term for them. They're uh, entrepreneurs because they, 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 <laughs> oh, they never great. actually, you know, you yeah. never actually start. Yeah. All right. So what are you reading right now? What am I reading right now? Okay. Um, just so, one. So just one. Just one. Okay. Um, I'm rereading We Are Legion. It's a sci-fi book. Okay. Um, so it's a sci-fi book. It's a series called The Bobiverse. And it's this really cool concept um, where, you know, this guy in our time gets um, he dies suddenly and his head gets cryogenically frozen. And then he wakes up several hundred years later and becomes an interstellar probe and goes <laughs> off into space. So we are Legion. We are Bob. Yes. Okay. So you're looking it up right now, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, it, I, saw, it, I saw you looking at your phone. <laughs> it's a four, four series sci-fi book, uh, four sci-fi book series. Awesome. Sorry. I love sci-fi. And what are you reading, Kenny? Um, like I said, I'm reading that uh, Ed Milet book, The uh, Power of One More. Um, is what I'm reading right now, about halfway through it, um, you know. So, and I just got done reading. Uh, very recently, I got done reading the um, Road to Ninety Nine by uh, our good friend uh, Jeremy Schreifel. So, um, so I'm looking forward to. I'm trying to get in a habit of reading more, and uh, so I'm I'm consciously doing it every single every single day, and. Uh, I'm, 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 you know, getting a little traction on the habit. So, um, so what are you reading, Rob? Are you reading anything right now? I'm, I'm reading with our teenagers. We're doing a, a youth group book club, and it's called Marcus Vega doesn't speak Spanish, <laughs> and it's about a young man who finds his community, who finds a lot of his background, uh, in Puerto Rico and what his family is. So, we're doing that over the summer with the teenagers. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Nate, when do you when do you read if we can if I can ask that? So what part of the day do you typically read? So I'll try to read in the morning mm-hmm. and then um you know, I tend to read both formats. So I will grab Kindle and I will grab Audible. Okay. And so I'll read and then I'll listen. Because I can pick up different things from the same content material, both reading and listening. And it's super helpful if you're reading like something like sci-fi, because I never know how to pronounce stuff, (laughs) (laughs) you know, made up stuff. Um, But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, I generally try to read in the morning, listen kind of in the afternoon um, and just be more purposeful about the content I consume. Like I'm very purposeful about where I get news, that's, where I get latest events. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it, it's a. Uh, I think the 
The average American consumes something like 179 newspapers worth of content a day. There's a lot of overload. Yeah. (laughs) It's important to get it from the right place and not be... um, Because there's a lot of biased information out there, obviously. And, you know, and just in general, reading with intent, reading with an open mind, and why do they think that way Mm -hmm. is has been helpful. Oh. Yep. Great. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up right here. What do you think, Rob? Absolutely. Seems it's like a good, a good conversation. Sp- seems like a good spot. This is a great conversation. Nate, thank you for joining us. Uh, this has been everything I expected it to be. <laughs> and maybe even just a little bit more. Um, but I, I just, I knew it was going to be a good conversation and uh, you followed through and made it that way. So yeah. uh, we appreciate it having you. Down the road, we'll have to follow up again. Absolutely. I'm down whenever you guys want to record. Yeah, and I'm looking forward (laughs) to getting to your bar um, and checking out this 3D printer also. Yes, we we will make that happen. (laughs) So Get the fire pit going. Yeah, absolutely. Have a drink Mm -hmm. and just, you know, enjoy enjoy good friendship. So, Nate, thank you. Rob? Absolutely. It's been great. It has been great. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Drunk Squirrel Podcast, and we'll see you again in two weeks. Thanks for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. No need to pay a tab. Just be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and drop us a line, thedrunksquirrel82 at gmail.com. Cheers.